Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pomp and Pony Podcast, powered by Bowser Chevrolet. Here's Bob Pompiani from KDKA-TV and Andrew Filipponi from 93.7 The Fan. All right, it's another edition of the Pomp and Pony Podcast. Bob Pompiani, Andrew Filipponi, and we are here. We have lots of vows thrown at you. Uh, vows, like wedding vowels. vows or vowels? Well, vowels. Do I have to be... By the way, congratulations. Syracuse man corrects me on my enunciation. I'm sorry. Congratulations on uh, Selena's wedding. It was unbelievable. It was Bef- before we get into the game, I want to know from you, how did the choreographed dance moves go over? Really well. I mean, surprisingly, because I was, uh, I'm was i really a freestyle guy. Okay. I'm all cuminant, Andrew, you know, because I've had open-heart surgery because of a leaky valve. I have more bruises on my body. I have no accountability. I have no idea where they came from. I can only assume I was playing bumper cars on the dance floor. But the choreographed one, my biggest concern was I had a couple of Cabernets. You know, I was feeling good, and I thought I'd maybe miss a few steps. Mm-hmm. Instead, my adrenaline was at an all-time high. I was pumped. I was ready to go, and we delivered. You'll was see it, the picture in the was video. Was it when one it comes song, out. or was it a remix? Was it a was bunch a of songs spliced together? Selena had put together a whole bunch of songs, and you guys practiced a few times beforehand. Mm-hmm. Did oh you, yeah, you, you took over to. those Point Park Ballet Studios. Is that what you guys did? No, we took over my back patio and we did it outside. <laughs> and it had a lot of interesting, different kind of twists in it. All so. right, how about the speech? How about you speech get up there and good. you got to was... talk to her and. Your new son-in-law and that entire. Now, there's the difference between looking into a camera and then having a situation like that. Those are two different speaking. And also, you're talking about somebody close to you. Your whole right. And I remember. So when Chelsea got married, my other daughter, back in 2019, I had a problem getting through it. I did. I just, for whatever reason, I couldn't get through it. Did you write it out? I did. Did you practice it? Yes. Still didn't matter. This time, I said, I got to be better. My wife's telling me, you can't do this. She said, you know, when you got into this business, no one knew who you were. You're Bob who? Now you're Bob boo who. You got to stop this. <laughs> so I decided, okay, good. Uh, I, I made it. I made a real good, it was a good speech. That's uh, awesome. And I got through it. I, I had my little, you know, potholes along the way, but I got through it, and I, I think I did a good job. So good. everybody had fun. Thank you for asking. Uh, one question we've gotten from people that watch and listen to both of us is, what is Bob's game day routine so 425 on sunday where will you be for the game and how will you be watching go okay so uh, for me normally sunday start at nine in the morning because we have an eleven thirty pregame show mm-hmm. every it doesn't matter what network it doesn't matter what time of the game we still do it live at eleven thirty. One o'clock games we're on with that then we follow two hours of post game 425 game afterwards we'll be on cw for two hours but what are Chris you doing O'Kai. during so the one o'clock game on sunday watching let's say, football just like you i but watch how though what's the layout what do you have well, the layout funny? is up 
you've been to our studios, right? Yeah, but there. our listeners haven't. I know, but they don't. Okay, well, we have four monitors, and they're all with different games on. One's a Red Zone, one's a Steelers, whatever, and then the other two are whatever we want it to be. Uh-huh. So we watch those, log those. I'm a big logger, and I do it all old school. I have a tablet. I don't even use a computer. I like to write my stuff out just because it makes me feel like I'm learning more as I go. Mm-hmm. And so I do that. Watch, watch, watch. And that's a big part of what we do, right? We have to watch games in order to do So you're taking notes on the Steelers game every play? Every play. Time. time. This is what happened. Yes. A little editorial whatever I comment. Could, whatever I could fit in at the time before the next snap. And I try to do that with other things. I love watching all these things. So that's what we do. And then after the game, like I said, go on, boom, immediately on CW. To, and this Sunday, we'll be on from 7.30 to 9. And then we have a 10 o'clock news, 10.30. And then we're doing the showdown live, which will be on it's late. It's a marathon day. Yeah, so I get home only about two in the morning. But that's it. But you is. love it. You love it too, right? I do, You're yeah. everywhere. I everywhere I look, I see Andrew Philippon. So my it's move, a compliment to you. My move on thank you. My move on Sunday will be I'll get in front of the TV around nine or ten. I'll watch some of those pregame shows. Then I'll turn you on at eleven thirty. Then I'll watch I'm glad I can the still NFL. Turn you on at this age. And I'll watch the <laughs> NFL today into the one o'clock games. And this is maybe gonna surprise people. I can't do red zone. You know why? Because if I have the red zone on, I'm going to watch that and I'm going to lose track of the other. I, I know if I have if there are multiple games mm-hmm. on, I watch everything, but I that but I retain nothing. I agree with you. You know what I mean? Because it's like bam, bam, bam. I get like ADD where I'm you know going back and forth between games. So the I only like reason to, the red zone is on for us is because we have to record it in case we miss things from other. A things. highlight, right? So I like to just dial in on one game. So to, so on Sunday I'll probably watch the Browns and Vikings game at one, and then I'll watch obviously the Steelers and Packers after that. And I like the Vikings to beat the Browns. So do I. Do you? I'm I'm with you on that, Mr. Fanduel. I'm I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you are you pessimistic about the Steelers' chances on Sunday? And we can get to big picture in a second. I guess. I'm I'm pessimistic only because I don't see a quick fix. I I th- I think they'll play better on offense. An offensive line more than anything. Yeah. I, I just think that it all starts there with them, and, and I knew it was going to be rough. I didn't think it'd be quite this rough. I thought they would gradually grow into it, and they still will. Who's I believe. the biggest disappointment to you up front? Chooks Okorafor would be for me. You know who's close behind that? For Kendrick me? Green. No, Dotson. Dotson. Well, Dotson. You know why? Because with Green, I didn't think he should have started to begin with. I d- I didn't think he earned it in training camp in in the preseason. I think they gave it to him by default. Because they didn't have a better option there, I don't think he. But actually... they also th- saw his performance last well, year, right, and but, it was pretty good. But when Pouncey uh, beat out Hartwig, he blew their socks off in the preseason. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen here. No, you know, I I heard people like Richie that were at training camp that said Green's getting destroyed on almost every play. Now it's against an awesome defensive line. I get that, but still. So me personally, I would have went with a veteran to start the year, like Finney or. Maybe even Hassan Howard. They, they can still do that this week if they but so Tomlin's choose. Tomlin's saying no changes. I understand, but I think deep down you can't let this guy, especially because it affects 39-year-old Ben Roethlisberger. third-round pick offensive linemen aren't supposed to start day one. No, but neither was a fourth-round pick, and he's been okay. was a fourth-round pick last year, and he No, I was going to well. say with Moore, he's been okay. Oh, yeah. So He hasn't killed him. I, I mean, they got to get better. How they do it to me is the only way possible to me is still run the ball and do it early and often, and don't go away from it so quickly. That's what I would do. You can't have 58 passes and 15 runs every but, single, and I don't want to hear this 19. He touched the ball a lot. It's got to be in the context of doing this because play action still works to me, and it, it, it has to be utilized in order to free up guys. So I think because defenses aren't really 
concerned or scared of the Steelers beating them on deep balls, throwing the ball downfield. I think that that means that there are guys that are in that box that are closer to the line of scrimmage. So the only way to combat that, in my opinion, is if you put guys that are blockers into the game to help that. And right. I just don't see Zach this. Gentry. Right. I, he should play ahead of Ebron. To me, I would even cut Ebron if it was possible. Uh, you know, and they need or bodies so they end. won't do that. But if you're going to do that, have two guys who are capable of blocking and helping. But I just don't think they've shown no willingness. What about Derek Watt, your favorite Steeler? Yeah, Tito. Um, why, I would, is, why do you call him Tito? Just it's like the here. Jackson Five. You know, there's Tito <laughs> Jackson. He's like the one guy okay, I that's never in understood the background. That. All right. So, to me, I think if you're going to – if you want them – if, if the defense's idea is we're going to take away the run, we're not going to let Najee Harris go off against us, if Ben Roethlisberger wants to beat us downfield, go right ahead, then I think they need to, instead of saying, all right, we'll take what the defense gives us, let's dump the ball off and throw it 50 times, they got to put the personnel in the game to combat that. And outside of a play here or there, they don't, Bob, because I don't think they want to take those wide receivers off the field. I think they look at it like if we do this, we're feeding into what the defense wants us to do, and we're taking our best players off the field. We're benching out Chase Claypool for Zach Gentry. And I just don't think they want to do that. But, they may not want to do it, but, but they may have to do it to start. Your run game is not going to take off unless you start to do stuff like right. what you're saying. And I agree with you on that. Because I don't know what else you do. You can't keep doing this formula. It's never going to work. They know that. I think Green Bay's better defensively than some people think. You know what I would do? I would start the game like the one in Tennessee last year where they went in there and upset the Titans. Start remember the, that first drive? Start in the no huddle. Right. That doesn't mean you have to go fast, but get to the line of scrimmage. Let Ben look around. Let him call a play. Let him get comfortable that way. That's the last time they really started a game fast. Mm -hmm. And the no huddles look better. I don't get all this. We had 100 no huddle plays, and now we only have 12. Does that make any sense to you? No. The no huddle is where they're effective. I would be using it far more often than they but would. how did it go from 100 plays to 12, Bob? It, it can't. It didn't. I, I don't believe ben that. Ben says that, and Canada doesn't refute it. Well, then. They're not doing the right thing, if that's the case. If but they're my, not looking at their situation and realizing that you could be better with the snow huddle, right. then they're not doing so that. So my they're point is, short of their instead of starting with the run and jamming your head against the wall and then going no huddle because you're down double digits in the second half, why not start the game with a no huddle, try to get a lead, and then run the ball late to preserve the lead? That's what I would try to do. I agree with that, and because your first quarters have been as bad as you can possibly imagine for the I last know. 10 games. And zero points. Zero points. That's ridiculous. Because you know, you're working on it all week in practice. They're, yeah, I mean, it doesn't add In up theory, your best plays. So I think they have to do something. I would expect – I'm going to go out on a limb and say Hassenauer plays in this game and starts. And I think they need some – I'm happy you he's, said that because that was my a, prediction on Tuesday too. <laughs> was it? Oh, okay, well, I, I just think he's a guy who can at least calm things down in there. Right. You know, and they could say knee, his knee, Green's knee is not responding. We're going to go with a veteran. And the veteran played a lot last year or year before, whatever he did – uh, so I think he can be adequate there, and I think he may settle things down a little bit until they get moving. But I don't expect because, this to be a win, but I do expect it to be a closer game. Well, Roethlisberger doesn't trust the offensive line right now, and I think that makes it even harder. If he In a perfect situation, I think even if the line was good, Ben would still have limitations at this age. But I agree with most of the outside noise that says, you know, he's got happy feet and he's getting rid of the ball in certain situations sooner than he should because he just thinks he's going to get destroyed and killed on every play. And self-preservation is very big, especially no, when you're older. You, I, you, you need to, you know, he's... he's <laughs> but I don't know how you coach that out of him. I don't know either. You know, once it gets in a Run guy's game head... game is the only way to me. You start it there, you let it hopefully develop. The guy's good enough. Najee Harris, we saw, even though those two, I understand the holding calls, you know, were legit. 
and they affected the play. But it, he can show you what he can do in those kind of things. But I would go to a more just just to control some rhythm a little bit early. But I do it through a no off a no huddle. I I would start that way. I may use that thing much more than people think. In and out of that game. Yeah, right? And if you run out of gas, so be it. At least you tried yeah. it. You went all out and. You, lost you can't it. start the same way. If they have zero points on Sunday, they're going to lose in the first quarter. I mean, they can't because Aaron Rodgers is going to get his share, and so you better make sure you take it away from him as best you can. Are you back to believing that Rodgers cares again, or I don't know what I think. I know you're 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 really heavy on Rodgers making a play to get him here. Well, a lot of teams he made a play for himself oh, to come here. I know that Pittsburgh bad stuff. It I, wasn't just that he went on and on about Tomlin and the I defense know. too, and never mentioned Ben. That to me, if he's just talking about the whole Steelers organization, how much respect he has for them, you got to throw Roethlisberger's name in there. He's a two-time Super Bowl. So champion. you think it was a deliberate attempt? To he's make... one of the... Let me ask you this question: Say what you will about Rodgers, is he a smart guy or not? Yeah, I think he is. Very. Bright. You wouldn't be a host of Jeopardy if you weren't. So therefore, yes. So, um, but here's the thing: in order to get him, it would take a major, major. Uh, trade. I think it would be less than you think. Though. I think it would be more than you think. Really? Yes, I think it would be. And the other thing is they need a lot of things to happen here. You've said long and often uh, that it would be better for this team to get a high draft pick and go from there. I st- if that kind of trends that in that direction, yep. that's a good – you don't want to give up number one picks. And I'm not so convinced that Aaron Rodgers, like, like Ben Roethlisberger may be going through his father time, mother, whatever you want to say, mother nature, father time. Sooner or later, there's a breakdown in your body. Sooner or later, you're not as good as you once were with the exception of Brady. I don't know if Rodgers. <laughs> but does, so you know, Ben is Two one, years from now, who knows what he's going to be Ben like. is one year older than Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He Rod- plays a totally different kind of game, I think. You know, he's he can he can still get out. Well, I, that, and, that, and that's why when Hayden said this week, Rodgers is my favorite quarterback. No disrespect to Ben, but I think he's better. I think he says that knowing that these two guys aren't even comparable anymore. Like, he doesn't even think he's going to create controversy by saying Rodgers is better than Roethlisberger. I agree with him on that. I do, too. You know? I don't. There is no controversy there. I think that's true. So that's why he was comfortable making yeah. a comment like that. No Penguin would ever say, I think Connor McDavid's better than Sidney Crosby because those two guys are on similar... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do, you, do you agree with me on that? Yeah, I they, do. Ne- they would never do that. No, but I think if you did it, if you heard it from someone on the Penguins, you, you would at least have to understand. I mean, yeah. if a left tackle says— I think Sidney Crosby would say that. Sidney Crosby's a different kind of player than McDavid. But, if but I think if you say who's more talented, who's a better player, right, it has right. to be him. I just think at, if, if Aaron Rodgers and Ben are only separated uh, by birth by a year, in terms of where they're at in their career, I think there's a big difference. Because Rodgers hasn't gotten hit as much as Ben. He hasn't. And, and he had those three years. Why. He sat in a garage. You, you you pulled the car off the lot. You bought it. And then you just parked it in the garage for three years. You didn't drive it in the snow one time, Bob. And that's another that's reason why the Steelers' offseason was a little questionable in that they did not address an offensive line as maybe they should have. I know they were had they had other needs. They were trying to fill different things. But once they found out to Castro, Trey Turner was their pick. Trey Turner has a history, a good one. But I don't know. Well, he was still out there in June for a reason. I know. There are a lot of guys who can say that. But I'm talking about the, there had to be, uh, and while they drafted Kendra Green, fine. While they drafted Dan Moore, fine. They still needed some more help. They need depth. You know that. Over 17 games, you're going to need it. And they didn't adequately. Ad- I, I don't know why, other than, hey, they thought they were in a cap hell situation, although, as it turned out, they weren't because they restructured a bunch of guys and they ended up having a lot of cap space, even with the cap staying flat or going down. I don't understand. No one has adequately expre- explained to me why 
the offensive linemen they signed in free agency were Joe Haig and Rashad Coward. Why right. they thought, let's just bring in guys that are borderline backups. Exactly. It's like the Pirates starters. going off and, and just bringing in some jabroni here just because Tyler they have Anderson a need. Right. And, and so you have a, a two-year, a very low cost. And, but, you know, and, you, and get you, you, get, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for in all sports. If Bob, you're they, pay, pay le- they pay – they have shelled out less money on their offensive line than any team in the NFL. So when you look at it from that perspective, it makes sense that they've got the worst one. And while they drafted guys who they believe in long-term, the question always going to be, how would this season start with them in starting in prominent roles? And I don't think their intention was to have Dan Moore start. No, it was Chooks to be the ba- It was Banner and Chooks. And but that's how it. did Chooks, he got beat out by Banner in training camp last year. Why did they expect that this year was going to be any different? I can't Again, figure that one out. Can you? If they look at practice and see things that none of us really see, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Well, I they just... watched practice last year and said Banner was better. Right, but they also thought he was better than any other option potentially that they had on the roster to start at left tackle. So, again, that's their judgment at play. Um, and then they end up going to Dan Moore. I, you know, while they addressed it in terms of drafting players, they didn't draft high-end players, which meant they needed to go out and sign players who could complement, if not add to, if necessary, that offensive line. And they didn't. And now, what do you got? You don't have a lot left. And there's no short-term fix here. They have to play these guys and expect them to get better. It's like they figured a 39-year-old quarterback and a rookie running back were going to make the line better. Having said that, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they won in Green Bay. I'm not saying they will. But the way the NFL is, when you least expect it, some ridiculous outcome has. Did you have Buffalo win, lost Raiders, lost Bengals? No. No. Do you know anyone who did? No. No. And the reason is... It's a very evenly matched, you know, NFL, and they have their talented guys on every team. And I didn't think Carr was going to be as good as he was. He's been, to me, right now, one of the MVP candidates. See, that's in the one of the things about the Ben offensive line um, excuse that I don't really fully buy into because all we talked about with the Raiders and Bengals were how their offensive lines were so bad, and both of those guys made deep throws downfield to beat the Steelers. They did. Carr, 60 yards to Ruggs, and Chase right before the end of the half. to Or Burrow to Chase right before the end of the half. And on paper, we made fun of the Bengals' offensive line and said, how are the Raiders going to block the Steelers two weeks ago? Well, of course, it helps that there's no Watt and Highsmith, and you can make that a little easier. But you're right. I mean, those lines are are doing what they got to do. And and the Steelers, over the years, have had bad offensive line. Not bad, but not big names on offensive lines. And they've come together. Right. That's the thing. The extension of plays is no longer there, and that's the problem, and that's why they got to get more creative and try to figure out a way to, to make it. Um, you know, Ben Roethlisberger needs to touch the ball every time, but he has, doesn't have to throw it every time. The, this pass-run ridiculous ratio is out of control now, what will, and it has been for the last nine games. What will be the in-the-middle-of-the-game meal for Bob? It's about 6 o'clock. What, does, um, what is Bob going to eat during the Steelers and Packers? I'm surprised on you haven't had, asked me what I'm going to drink because <laughs> that could be – no, I'm just kidding. Straight booze. Uh, Oh, that may be after the game. After we take calls on the sports call and then do the show, that might be afterwards. Like that's your go-to at the end. You know, what are the old granddad? I like food. I, we, my wife will I pack like something. I like food. Yeah. My, my wife will pack something. You know. She always does, and so I don't have to. What go do you anywhere. mean? She makes food for me. So she packs you with a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Everything. Yeah. She takes care of it the night before. A snack? No, I have snacks. I got lots of snacks. My, that's my that's my that's my potato problem. chips and potato chips. If you go to my desk right now, you'll see a bunch of bags of potato chips. Which I play at that game. It's almost like the Animal House. Do it, don't do it, don't do, angel devil. Yeah. And I I, I I fight that tug of war a lot, and lose. I like a I like a scotch, a bourbon, or an old fashioned after watching football to wind down. Yeah, old fashions are pretty good. 
Yeah. Uh, have you ever had a um, wild turkey? Shot? No. Yeah. Drink. I've had the sh- I've had the I've had the wild turkey uh, whiskey. Yeah, whiskey. But it but drinking it, it straight. Yes. You do? I I did. My tolerance for this is not what it used to be. <laughs> I could say that about a lot of things, but that's you know what I mean. Um, there's another drink you should try if you like old grand. Just we're getting way off the tangent here. French Connection. My friend Tom Grealish. It's, it did he com- make up the drink, or is it? A- com- it comes with a heated under. There's a fire underneath of it, and it's to really a. It has all sorts of things. But how am I going to make that myself? You're not. You're going to have to go to a bar and ask them for it. The French Connection. So Just if I go to Gilbert Perrault or Rene Martin, so if I go uh, to Richard any, Martin if I go to any Robert. nicer high-end bar in Pittsburgh and say, "Make me a French Connection," French they're going to know what I'm talking about. Yes. All right. Do it. Okay, Bob. We'll do it again next week. One, one final thing. You got to tell me who you like with Tampa, because I like New England with the points. I may like New England to win the whole thing. Uh, I think the Patriots win. So you are picking New England. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I think the Bucks defense is in a state of disarray right now. And I think Belichick will keep the ball away from Brady. I think they're going to win the time of possession and win the game that You're way. You're going to have to. I think Damian Harris will be the star of the game. There you go. All right, Bob. We'll do it again next week, brother. Appreciate it, Pony. You've been listening to the Pomp and Pony Podcast, powered by Bowser Chevrolet. Join us each week for another Hop and Pony Podcast. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.